Greensboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, fam. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody doing today? No good quips or words of wisdom to get things started. It's Tuesday. You probably already know that. It's also 12 o'clock, and uh, that's about all I got. So let's get through the rest of the intro and tell you about what we got going on today here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network all across your radio dial. And, of course, also online at 953theticket.com. Uh, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app. Search for KNEA. And you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 870-930-3776. You can also reach out on social media, facebook.com slash theticketradio is one place to find us. On Twitter, at Kara underscore Richie is another. You can search for today's com question by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Ritchie, joined in studio for, at least for this noon hour, by producer Alex Galbraith. Yeah, it should just be the one hour today. Okay. you got yeah. a big night ahead, though. You you need time to be able to settle in and, and put your game face on. I need on. to get in the zone. I'm picking up a pizza. you know, got to get everything ready to go. Get up the pizza. Get up That's the pizza, a- ready to go for hopefully a <laughs> celebratory night when it's all said and done. By the way, I'm not I'm not like laughing at you for that. <laughs> that sounds like actually that's the perfect way to pre-game. Oh, yeah. I know I personally live not too far away from Lost Pizza, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, on the way home from work tonight, I can just wait. It's, uh, Heck yeah. Well, look at that. You, you talked me into it. it so tough. Happy I could help out. You <laughs> yeah. know, we can celebrate both tomorrow then. I mean, are you, do, you, do you have a preference? Like, Are you like Heat, Celtics? Do you care? The, the only, I mean, the, the Heat are going to win this series. I agree. Yeah, the the only thing that makes me want to slightly root for the Celtics tonight, and it, and it has nothing to do with the actual outcome of the series, if the Heat win tonight, we have no basketball for forever. Yeah. The The yeah. amount of time between these finals and the, the conference finals and the start of the final finals is like an eon. Yeah, it's like nine days, I think. Yeah, the, the yeah. finals will not, no matter what happens tonight and how the Eastern Conference finals play out, the finals do not tip off until June 1st. Yeah. And I need, I need, <laughs> I need something to do with my spare time. Yeah, so. I don't know if anybody ever thought that, that both of these – you know, finals yeah. could be sweeps. I think the NBA and everybody, the TV, and everybody was thinking, all right, we'll at yeah. least get it to like the end of this week. We could, we could go maybe five days without hoops, but nine? Yeah. A week and a half? That's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So, so speaking just for, for my entertainment, that's I, fair. That's I would like to see a Celtics win tonight. I, I, I apologize for rooting against your guys, but I've I got to go with my own self interest here. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Again, but I'm still taking heat in this one, clearly, yeah, in, in yeah. the overall big picture of it. Uh, there's zero, zero way that they do not advance out of the the east we've actually got a a kind of nba flavored kavanaughcars.com question uh to tell you about today but let's go through um some additional headlines before we get into that 
Uh, of course, the big news yesterday was that Darian Ford officially a Red Wolf. Also, uh, some news that came out during the show, Brandon Hager, the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Week, uh, the last weekly award in the Sunbelt Conference. But uh, news today for Arkansas State women's basketball and Coach Destiny Rogers, she has announced the addition of Rudy Evans to the Red Wolf staff as an assistant coach. He's also announced that uh, with that new addition, Connor McNellis, the assistant there, is going to be uh, promoted to recruiting coordinator. But uh, in terms of Evans, he's going to join the A-State staff after spending the last two seasons at Marshall. So he's got a little bit of Sunbelt familiarity there, and you can read all about him at astateredwolves.com. Other news and notes to mention, uh, a lot of uh, recognition yesterday for Arkansas baseball head coach Dave Van Horn won the SEC Baseball Coach of the Year Award the third time uh, that he has been able to claim that. Additionally, four other Razorbacks, Hagan Smith, Kendall Diggs, Gage Wood, Tavian Joseberger, all named to the all-conference team. In the pros last night, Paul DeYoung homered, drove in four runs for the Cardinals. It wasn't enough, though. St. Louis lost 6-5 to five to the Cincinnati Reds in 10 innings. Team's going to be back right back at it tonight. Uh, another early start time, 540 is when that one gets underway on 95-9. The Wolf, not going to lie, I'm not mad about it. I mean, last night's 10-inning game still ended at, uh, what, a little bit after 9 o'clock? I was uh, selfishly very all right with that. Watched, uh, of course, a little bit of Cardinals-Reds. Last night, watched a little bit of Lakers Nuggets last night as well. And, of course, the Nuggets uh, completed the sweep there. And now it's going to be a very, very long offseason for LeBron in L.A. And uh, with that, I guess, comes some thinking time because there were some interesting comments by LeBron James last night following the game that indicated that he might even be thinking about retirement. We'll go specifically over what he said here in just a moment. But but I want to ask you all this today. Just if you were in LeBron James, LeBron James shoes, clearly not literally, since most of us would stumble over our own feet. But if you were LeBron, would you retire right now or not? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Now, clearly, again, none of us are LeBron James, but just you know, pretend with me here. Um, that was a good game overall for LeBron last night. But also a tough play there to end on. He overall finished with 40 points in that loss to the Nuggets. But he had the ball in his hands at the end of a 113-111 final and was just swarmed by a couple of Nuggets and could not get a shot off. Which sent, of course, Denver to their first ever trip to the NBA Finals. Um, A great game, again, for, for LeBron individually, especially there in the first quarter. Uh, but the Nuggets were not phased and just uh, continued to come at the Lakers. And there's just no <laughs> slowing down Jokic. When he hit that goofy shot, I can't remember how much time was on the clock. But, uh, you know, it was in, at the end of the shot clock, he was at the three-point line. And he was not, he didn't even look like he was control of himself. He was kind of backpedaling, had a defender in his face. And he didn't even necessarily shoot it so much as launched it. At the goal, and it still went in. At that point, you kind of had that feeling of, oh, okay. <laughs> the Nuggets are just, mm, they're going to be able to come out on top in this one. Uh, had to, of course, been a lot of disappointment there for LeBron. But uh, in that game, or excuse me, in the immediate aftermath of that, LeBron said comments along the lines of, you know, quote, we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. Got a lot to think about, uh, to be honest. He continued to say, 
Um, just for me personally, going forward with the game of basketball, I've got a lot to think about, in quote. He put down his microphone and, and walked away after that. But um, there were several reports from NBA insiders that came out after that, um, including Bleacher Reports' Chris Haynes, um, Dave McMiniman from ESPN, uh, some other NBA insiders as well that James is actually mulling retirement. Which would be very interesting. Of course, this is a bit of a shift from statements that we saw even as recently as two weeks ago. Where he talked about, you know, not going anywhere. Quote, I'm going to be in this league for at least a few more years, is what he said back on January 31st. Of course, even as recently as May 6th, when his son, Bronny, announced his commitment to USC, James reiterated some comments he said previously where, you know, he stated he wants to stick around and be able to play with his son in the NBA. We've seen some great, you know, father-son NBA duos throughout the league's history, but there's there's not been, you know, a Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr. situation where the father and son were both active at the same time, both on the same team, both on the same bench. It would be a historical situation. For LeBron to be able to play with his son. But uh, you certainly wonder what what has changed over these past couple of weeks that would make LeBron say things like that. Clearly health has been a factor. I'm sure there's got to be some mental fatigue uh, at the end of a grueling playoff stretch. Some big time disappointment in, in terms of getting getting swept. And then uh, who knows, maybe he's hearing behind the scenes that that maybe Bronny's talent is is not necessarily clearly going to get him. To the association. It could be a factor of all of those things. As to uh, what could possibly have LeBron speaking like this today. Of course clearly if he does step away. If if last night was it. I mean goodness gracious what an incredible career. 20 years, 4 titles, 10 finals. 19 all-star appearances. Leader in points scored. And so many other statistical accolades. From a 20 year career. And, of course, he would be going out, um, well, not completely on his own terms. It would partly be on Jokic's terms, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Sometimes players at the end of their career kind of get forced out due to due to injury, due to ineffectiveness. And that's clearly not the case with, with LeBron. He is still more than physically capable of continuing to play the game. But some interesting things to talk about. With LeBron and his NBA future. Again, the question today, if if you were LeBron, would you retire now? Or no? Some other additional theories on what LeBron's future could look like that we'll get to in a bit. But let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Just uh, I'll give you guys a holler. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, the Lakers getting swept last night. The conclusion of the... Western Conference Finals. Yeah, talking about well, the question today: if if you were LeBron, would you retire right now or or not? Considering that he was able to put up forty points, even though it was his last game of the season at age thirty-eight, I'd keep playing if I'm if my body would you know. And obviously, his body is still. I mean, he averaged what almost a a triple double for this uh, series against the Nuggets, even though they lost. I mean, didn't 
in that does that sound, sound about right? That does sound about right. You know, probably average in the mid twenties, twenty four to twenty five, and uh, well, probably higher than that since he got forty last night. But I, I mean, as long as his body can 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 take it and he can keep playing, I mean, why not? I mean, I would I wouldn't look at this as a negative. I mean, look where they were at first year. Care how horrible yeah. the Lakers were. They weren't even going to make the playoffs, and they they knock off Memphis, and then they beat the defending champions, the the Warriors. They just turned into a buzzsaw with this with, with this Nuggets team because AD played good this series, and Austin Reeves. Played damn good. I mean, twenty-one a game for this series. So that's nothing bad. That's to be ashamed about. They played good. They played good. It was just Denver's just better. Agreed. I, I, I don't disagree with you. We're asking this because of LeBron's comments. He's clearly still physically able to play the game. He's frustrated. I guess I, you know you can't you can't win every year. You can't win every year. You know what I mean? I mean, of course not. You're big, not. You're not playing in a. Team. Yeah, you're not playing in a vacuum. I mean, there's other excellent players out there, and, and clearly the Denver Nuggets got a couple of them on their team. This Denver team carries the most slept-on number one seed team that I've ever seen. Again, it 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 reminds me very much of the quiet dominance of the Spurs. Nobody ever talked I about agree. them, and then and then yep. the next thing you know, oh look, it's the Spurs again, just being awesome. Is this uh? run so far by the Nuggets and Joker. Is this kind of Dirk-esque 2011 when they swept Kobe and them and then went on and beat the, uh, the Heatles with LeBron and D-Wade and Bosh? I mean, if they can complete the, if they can complete, complete it, they got this final step, whoever they face in the finals. If they can win this, win a title, I mean, is this very Dirk-esque lot? I don't know, and in, 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 in here's why I'm kind of hesitating to answer on that. I, like so many other people, hadn't really paid a lot of attention to the Nuggets this year until... I haven't either, really, but saying, and, though, and lately. How many people were paying attention to the Mavericks in 2011 when they had Dirk? It was all yeah. about, they wanted to see Kobe versus LeBron. Yeah. In the final yeah. And Dirk messed that up. Dirk and, Dirk and the Mavericks... They swept Kobe and the Lakers at the year after they won it in 2010, and then they beat the uh, Heat in six games that first year. They put the super team together. I mean, uh, and I'll say this, Carol. I think Joker and Giannis both—they're right there on Dirk's heels as the greatest international players of all time. I mean, with what they've accomplished so far, their body of work, as great as Dirk is, I think I think they're going to surpass Dirk. It'll just be about longevity, you know, yeah. in terms of, of being able to, to overtake Dirk or not. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's still a situation where where Jokic has only been in the league for, well, he's been yeah. in the league longer than I thought. But, 2015. Yeah. But his you it's know. it's only been the past couple years where he has just been an absolute dominant, insane, impossible to defend force. Yeah, he's a former two-time league MVP. He's averaged, I think, almost a triple-double for his career. And, I mean, you know, and I'll say this, Kara. With what he's shown me so far, I'd be comfortable saying, you know, last year when they came out with the top 75 greatest players of all time, that list, remember they compiled it last year? Joker was nowhere to be seen in that. I guarantee you they'll be doing some uh, revamping on that after this uh, this uh, this year. And I'll go as far as to say this, Kara. I think he, if he, if he wins the title, and the season he's had, I'd put him in my top thirty. I think he would crack the top thirty. He can go down as one of the greatest big men of all time.
Here's something that that I didn't realize. What's that? Uh, obviously, I mean, clearly, look, he's he's. We know how good he is in so many different facets of the game. You know, that's what a, a never-ending supply of triple doubles kind of indicates. I didn't realize he was leading uh, the playoffs so far, uh, leading all players in the playoffs this season in assists per game. Wow. There you go. Another, I mean, another another accolade. Yeah. All you the know. while, you know, and, and he's still scoring 30 points per game, but yeah. that, that assist oh. number kind of kind of got my attention. Let me ask you all this. And Alex, are you, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Chime in, if you will, if you want to. How stupid does Kendrick Perkins look now after about a month or so ago? They was talking about the MVP race, and he was so he was bad mouthing Joker and and calling him overrated. Now, yeah, I tell you guys, I've never liked Kenneth Perkins. I think he's he was a big burly hatchet man. I loved any time they played the Grizzlies back when Zebo was there and Zebo roughed him up. He's a big, big old burly looking ogre looking thing. I don't know why he's even on first take. More like worst take when he's on there. He's but he he is obviously eating his words now after what he said about Joker. I think uh, it was also, was it Mark Jackson that didn't even have him in his top five yep. in terms of MVP yep. votes? Yeah. Sure did. I think Jackson sure actually said that that was a mistake, though. Yeah, he did. Did he come okay, back? And he, he, yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He clarified that and, and you know, no reason not to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know. I don't know how you submit a ballot if it's a paper ballot or if it's something you click yeah. on online or what. But he said, I, I'm fairly confident that Jackson said that that was a mistake, okay. that, that he, he had not meant to vote that way. That's yep. good. I mean, yep. Yeah, there's no doubt that he's a top five player in the league right now. I mean, oh, there's zero doubt. I mean, yeah, you, you just can't keep him out of that conversation. Hands down, hands down, anyways. But if I was LeBron, at 38 years old, the way he's playing, I would, uh, I'd keep playing. I mean, he, but don't do this. Do not bring Kyrie Irving in there. I heard talks that the Lakers are talking about. Why would you bring him in there, guys? He's been disastrous everywhere he's went since he left Cleveland back in the mid. No, I have no idea. I don't know. Horrible, isn't it? I don't know. Horrible idea. Every team. They've digressed. Every team he's went to, it's been a yeah. It's been a, a mess. It it just reminds I, me of of when people date somebody that's toxic. That's always been toxic yeah. in every single one of their relationships, and then they date them because oh no, it'll be it'll be different for me. It'll he'll be he'll what, he'll treat me better. Give me give me Austin Reeves half the drama. Put forth twice the effort, and he's he you know he's going to cost you what what Kyrie's going to cost you, and Kyrie's not been known for being reliable and healthy over the no Kyrie Kyrie puts himself first, and and you know that's fine. There are times when all of us have to do that in our lives, but he is he is employed in a team sport, and there's there's no give on on his on what he wants to do with his life, and and again that's his yeah. prerogative. But if you're a team that wants to bring him in, you have to realize that he is not going to bend for you, period. No, I would approach him the same way a guy would dating Kim Kardashian. Buyers beware. But uh, anyways. All right, guys, that's all I got. Have a good one. You too. He leaves the phone open at 9303776, but we've got to step aside for a break. If you were LeBron, would you retire now or no? More on that when we come back. Keep it here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. There are major savings in May at Local Tire and Wheel as we celebrate Memorial Day with Memorial Day deals all month long. All military veterans and all active military members get 25% off a new set of tires and 25% off tire and wheel packages this month at Local Tire and Wheel. And in honor of our military men and women, all customers get 15% off a new set of tires or tire and wheel packages. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the way you buy your tires with easy payment plans to fit every budget no credit check everyone approved and six months same as cash why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay plus local tire and wheel now offers referral cash back when current customers refer new customers to us we'll give you fifty dollars in referral cash on the spot and in may all military members and veterans get 25 percent off and all new customers get 15 percent off local tire and wheel 1518 at south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Now is the time to save at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. At Central, we've got inventory arriving daily. Lots are loaded with new and pre-owned vehicles and are available for test drives and immediate delivery today. Don't see what you like? Let the friendly sales associates at Central order it for you. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a Central deal. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. My dad served in Vietnam, the 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it, and my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you got to get help. As a family member or friend... You may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern. But help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock and one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns that led up to now, but there isn't enough time because there's a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. 
To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex with you, 930-3776. Apologize for forgetting to mention this at the beginning of the show. We're going to talk with Matt Stoltz later today. It's Tuesday, Voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Stoltz is going to be with, with us in studio at 1.30. Very excited for that. We'll kind of get the wrap on the A-State baseball season. And uh, also, he has been uh, MCing, I guess you could say, the uh, the Howl on Wheels event, or at least he did last night. Going to be doing that tonight as well, so I'm interested to hear his thoughts on that event. I know, uh, of course, it was um, Jeff Purinton was there last night in Bryant, as was Dr. Todd Shields. You had the coaches there and Butch Jones and, and Brian Hodson, and Destiny Rogers. So it sounds like a good time. And uh, they'll be back at it tonight um, at uh, the ASU system office there in Little Rock. And kind of a, a cool opportunity to catch, well, I'm going to call it an A-State doubleheader. <laughs> As, uh, clearly, you've got that event going on. But after that, you can roll over to Dickey Stevens Park and catch A-State baseball alum, Liam Hicks in action. Or, as I like to call him, Liam Sticks Hicks. Uh, he was promoted, um, what, a couple weeks ago, last week, to A Frisco. And he's had a pretty good start to his time there. In fact, he had a monster game over the weekend. He hit a grand slam. Uh, This was back on Saturday. Had a grand slam and then also had, uh, later on in that game, had a game-tying hit as well. So he went, he he drove in five in in a game on Saturday. And uh, the Rough Riders were able to win that one. And it seems like he has done just fine getting settled in there on the double-A level. Batting 261 so far in his seven games with Frisco. But what impresses me is that he's already driven in 10 in just that short amount of time. Good on base percentage. Good OPS. So again, if you're in central Arkansas, he is going to be playing there with Frisco. Um, It's actually a six-game set. Uh, for Frisco playing at the Travelers. So if you can't make it out tonight, well, that's okay. You can head out tomorrow. Or the night after that, or the night after that, or the night after that, or the night after that. And if you cannot go to any of those games there at Dickey Stevens, well, you're in luck because you could actually watch it on TV tonight. Uh, they do minor league action on MLB dot tv as well as of course the the major league action and even without a subscription you can watch certain games of the day right so today's game of the day for mlb.tv in minor league action is frisco versus arkansas so you can take a sneak peek there at, at liam hicks and well if you're a rangers fan uh you probably want to check out jack Leiter. There are also uh, some 
interesting names there for the Rough Riders. They have an Acuna. Any any relation there? Apparently the Mariners have uh, some pretty good prospects in their system as well. So that could be a fun one to watch tonight regardless. So it'll start up at 6.35 there in Little Rock. But again, uh, Hal on Wheels going to be starting. Uh, the doors open there at 5.30 for those of you that are in Central Arkansas. Uh, I'm sure that you can hear Destiny Rogers talk about her new assistant. If you missed that news earlier, that's uh, some of the news out of A-State today. Rudy Evans has been hired to complete that staff. So I'd be interested just in hearing from from folks there around A-State Athletics just in general about what this buzz surrounding A-State women and and men's basketball has done in terms of, you know, early ticket sales and, and donations and things like that. I know uh, certainly that Darian Ford news <laughs> from over the weekend uh, seemed to make some ripples around the fan base and around the state as well. Even had national college basketball writers tweeting about it. So it seems like there is a, a significant, significant amount of buzz around those programs right now. And I imagine it would be a fun time to hear from that coaching staff. Butch Jones, of course, will be there as well. Not necessarily uh, anything going on player news-wise for A-State football, though they did add some of those special teams commitments over the weekend. But they did uh, tweet out officially yesterday the camp dates for A-State football. So if you've got a camper, you can certainly find all of those details. They've got the seven-on-seven camps and the big man camps and so many other camps as well. That's going to start up June 9th, actually is when they'll start up the Friday Night Light, Friday Night Lights Camp. So it looks like that's going to be a uh, a good time. And of course, all the information's bios, write-ups, all that good stuff at astateredwolves.com. Hey, let's go ahead and step inside and, and take another break. We'll come back and look at our poll question. If you were in LeBron's shoes, would you retire now or no? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question. We'll see what you all are saying when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Soybeans and rice falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 577.5, up 6.5, with September corn at 512, up 7.25. July soybeans to 1321.5, down 19 and 3 quarters, with August soybeans 1258 and 3 quarters, down 16 and 3 quarters. July wheat at 618.5, up 12 1⁄4, with September wheat at 630 and 3 quarters, up 12. July cotton at 84.50, down 82, with December cotton at 82.65, down 73. July rice at 1669.5, down 14, with September rice 1482, down 13. Moving on to livestock now. June live cattle at 164.65, down 40. August live cattle at 163.10, down 50. May feeder cattle at 207.87.5, up 130. August feeder cattle at 233.90, down a dollar. June lane hogs at 80.32.5, down 150. July hogs at 80.65, also down 150. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Not all soils are created equal. 
To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares a lot of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost five times as much as social media. To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. If you're craving a sweet, delicious, mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey, Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials are dirt cake, banana bread, strawberry cake, chocolate milk, classic pink sugar, and, of course, their signature milk chocolate chip. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. You'll eat every last crumb. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. On the workday red, red zone, asking you all that, uh, hey, if you were in LeBron James' shoes, not literally, but if you were in his spot, would you retire now or no? Right now it's about 60-40, not yet, is what you all are saying. Uh, we're asking you this question today due to some of his com- comments at uh, at last night's postgame following the Lakers' season-ending loss there to Denver. He did not, by the way, come out and say, oh, I'm done. I'm hanging him up. But he just indicated that he'd be thinking for a little bit this offseason. He was asked or or said comments along the lines, just uh, I got to think about it. It's kind of something that was discussed quite a bit. Now, again, he had comments just a couple of weeks ago talking about how he would stick around and, and play with his son, Bronny, which is about to spend next, who is about to spend, excuse me, next season at USC. A 
but different comments than, than we've heard. There are a couple reasons, of course, why why that could be a factor, why he might be thinking about this. I mean, he did play the end of the season injured. He had that right foot injury, um, a, a, a tendon injury, that caused him to miss a month straight in the regular season, late there. Uh, actually, a torn tendon said he heard it pop. When he injured his foot against the Dallas Mavericks back in February, I'm sorry, I just read that out out loud. That kind of made me squeamish. But but, uh, he went to several different doctors at the time who said he needed to have surgery on it. And then he finally found a doctor who who said he could rehabilitate the injury and return to the court without a procedure. And, And he did, but he also was not 100%. So James did say that he was going to get an MRI on his foot and see how the tendon had healed or not healed and would go from there. Now, if you watched, you know, if you looked at his scoring output, it didn't look like that tendon or that foot was hampering him too much. But again, he was not 100%. So I'm sure that what that recovery process looks like, if there is surgery involved this offseason, this will factor into this ultimate decision as well. And clearly that's not something that, that is known right now. I'm also, I'm also kind of curious what kind of feedback he's getting on, on Bronny James. Because I don't think LeBron is going to delude himself into Bronny being an NBA player if he's not. And you know he's getting reports and feedback and and he knows as well I mean he's been an NBA player for 20 years he knows if his son has the talent to be able to play in the association so I wonder if he's getting feedback now if he's hearing things now that indicate his son might be more than a year or two away it's a big difference in hanging on for another year and having to hang on for another three or four years Huge difference there. There are interesting theories out there that perhaps LeBron retires this offseason, but then unretires to play with his son after after a college season and then does a whole farewell tour and this, that, and the other. I don't know if I see that happening, and I have no idea how the Lakers would handle that. But it is just... You know, it's it's a theory that's out there. It's some interesting speculation. But you can vote on our poll at Kara underscore Richie. If you were LeBron, would you retire right now or not? Uh, let's switch gears and get caught up on the Cardinals here for a moment. Disappointing loss, uh, no doubt, last night in Cincinnati with the Cardinals losing 6-5 to five in 10 innings. There were what felt like a million Cardinals on base at all times. There were so many missed opportunities in that game. Uh, And it was just uh, pretty disappointing, especially there late. Uh, You had a situation where the Cardinals had the bases loaded in the ninth inning. Of course, you start the tenth inning with a runner on, and then they added another runner as well. But in in both of those innings, they failed to score. Just several opportunities could not find the clutch at bat when they needed it. And in several of those times, they had good guys at the plate that – should have been able to take advantage of the situation. It just did not exactly pan out. So a disappointing loss to begin the series. Uh, but uh, it's a four-game four game set there in Cincinnati for the Reds. Cardinals still playing 
good baseball right now overall. And we'll see if they can bounce back tonight behind Adam Wainwright. Looking at some of the highlights, though, last night in that game for the Cardinals, clearly just what Paulie D continues to do is, is pretty fun to watch. I had zero faith in him returning to the Cardinals lineup this year and being a productive player. Uh, he really battled through it the past couple of years, was not good, was, was not a guy I wanted to see on a major league roster. I was perfectly fine with him continuing to stay down in Memphis. And I'm very glad to be wrong about that as well as he's been a crucial part of this lineup and this resurgence over the past few weeks. Uh, last night, another homer. He drove in four, uh, had a clutch double later on in the game as well. And he is just a, a different player in a, in a few different ways. One, you know, he retooled his, his swing and everything about his approach in the offseason. You know, if you watched Young bat in previous seasons, he had that big leg kick and now uh, just much less movement there when he is, he is at the plate. Now, of course, the issue that he had at the beginning of the season is because he... <laughs> completely retooled his swing he threw his back out of whack so he didn't play for St. Louis until April 23rd but despite that despite missing almost a month of the season there at the beginning he's now up to eight homers so far on the year and only Bo Bichette there in Toronto has more home runs as a shortstop than DeYoung does right now so the power surge, uh, the confidence, everything about what DeYoung is doing right now is, is a lot of fun. And then also, I've enjoyed reading a lot of his comments. It does sound like just his mental approach is, well, it sounds very zen, to be honest with you. It, uh, there's so many comments where he just talks about how he's trying to appreciate uh, the guys that he plays with and the success that he's had and not to be such a perfectionist. And, and trying to do something perfect every single at-bat, but just trying to, to learn from every single at-bat. And clearly it's, it's paying off with what he has been able to do. So certainly hope that continues. He's batting 289 this season again. I don't know. I don't remember what his numbers were last year. I honestly don't want to look. They were painful last year and the year before. So to see him bounce back at this level is, is really fun and, and a testament to the hard work that he put in to be able to kind of scrap everything and, and start over. Tonight's game coming up for St. Louis, we mentioned Adam Wainwright is going to be pitching Graham Ashcroft is who the Reds are going to counter with and another early start. 540 is when that one gets underway. So that means pregame coverage is going to start up at 445 on 959 the Wolf. The Cardinals remain five back from the NL Central leader, but uh, with the Brewers' loss last night and the Pirates' win, those two are now tied atop the NL Central standings. The Cardinals, with their loss, and of course with the Reds' win, are now tied for the seller. So not a place where the Cardinals want to be, clearly. So want to continue to stay hot as the Cardinals have still won, what, 11 out of their last 15, I think? 7 of their last 10, even with that setback last night. Uh, you're playing a team that has struggled. I think the Reds had lost four in a row coming into that series last night. So no reason why the Cardinals can't come back and uh, play strong here in these next three in Cincinnati. But again, that will uh, start tonight, 540. Let's go ahead and step aside. We'll take our final break of this noon hour and uh, check on this question again. We'll return right after this here on The Ticket.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After scoring 40 points and playing all but four seconds in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals, LeBron James and the Lakers season officially ended at the hands of the Denver Nuggets. Last night's game does a lot more than deliver Denver its first finals appearance. Last night's game was the exclamation point of two superstars headed in opposite directions. Nikola Jokic, in the middle of his prime, could have won his third straight MVP and averaged a triple-double in the postseason. He's fresh off a sweep of one of the greatest players of all time. And at 38, LeBron, an all-time great resume, but after last night's loss, couldn't be forced to have off-season surgery on his foot and is reportedly set to consider retirement. As things stand today, it's impossible to predict how these two careers will shake out, but after going head-to-head in the conference finals, the two superstars' careers appear to be on diverging paths. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Han Cook tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Chris from the Meat Shop in Mountain Home. It's the official kickoff to summer. Let's fire up the grill with the best Mountain Home has to offer. Hamburgers, hot dogs, prime-grade fillets, jalapeno poppers, chicken grillers, house-made Hawaiian brats, all-new beef and cheddar brats, and nice cold beverages. Order online at meatshopmh.com for free delivery. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. Open Memorial Day until 3. Meatshopmh.com. Commerce Drive, Mountain Home. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, check out David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business, cubicles, desks, seating, design layout, space planning, and more. David Martin Office Interiors is also a full-service haunt dealer. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross the finish line. Located next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy, call them at 972-0180 or online at dmi-office.com. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to indoor escapes in just a few miles or a few minutes. At Kohler Mountain Bike Preserve in Bentonville, explore more than 17 miles of world-class trails for mountain biking, running, or just strolling through scenic Ozark Forest. When you're done, explore five centuries of masterworks at the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. The history-making Great North American Eclipse is happening April 8, 2024. The path of total darkness will span across the state with the longest period of totality in southwest Arkansas. Make plans to experience this historic event at AGSW.org. 
Arkansas's great southwest region has unbeatable outdoors for experiencing the eclipse. So visit us, agsw.org, and we look forward to seeing you in April 2024. Ad paid for with state and regional funds. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour. Kara and Alex with you. Mitch mentioned this earlier when we were talking a little NB- MLB news. Gavin Stone pitched again last night for the Dodgers. Dodgers kind of trying to navigate all kinds of uh, injuries in their pitching rotation. So the Stone was back up last night, starting, uh, interestingly enough, against the Phillies again. That's who he made his first start against. And <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily the lineup I would want to face in my first couple of starts in Major League Baseball. I, I don't know if Gavin Stone has been able to to get out Bryce Harper yet. Uh, but that being said, you know, he uh, kind of worked around a little bit of trouble last night. Uh, had a... Uh, for the for his second straight start, he had his defense let him down in the first inning and allowed an unearned run in the very first inning. Had no issues in the second inning. In fact, had a 1-2-3 inning. Inning number three kind of ran into some, some issues there in trying to navigate Harper and Castellanos and uh, the rest of, of that Phillies lineup. But uh, pretty clean fourth inning. And so last night... For Gavin Stone, he was able to pitch four innings, gave up five runs. Uh, four of those were earned, and he struck out one. So hopefully we'll continue to see him there with the Dodgers. Uh, might kind of, again, with the, with all of the injuries they're dealing with right now, might have to have him in the rotation for a little bit. So looking forward to seeing him continue to get settled in there with the Dodgers and, and pitching in the bigs. Pretty cool stuff. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. On the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. If you were in LeBron James shoes, would you retire now or not yet? Not yet. Again, uh, season over there for the Lakers, obviously. We'll talk more about how that game unfolded. Of course, also take a look at the spectacular sophomore season of Austin Reeves as well. But we do have another finals game tonight. It is Heat. It is Celtics. We have a Heat Insider in studio with us in Alex Galbraith. So give us some keys tonight for the Heat to be able to close out this one and have us all sitting around for about nine days without any more <laughs> NBA action. You know, it, it is unfortunate, right? Because I want stuff to watch too. Yeah. I, I want to go to the finals, but I'm like, I don't want to go back to Boston. I don't want to <laughs> play again on, on Thursday. I really don't want to. But no, you know, I think I really, after watching the game on Sunday, it felt like the Heat mentally broke the Celtics I I really watching that game and I and I get anytime you're getting beat by 25 30 points you're not going to look you know enthused or or like you're giving 100% because the game's over but you know I I just don't know if the Celtics mentally have it in them to win this game at home it's a a situation where they know they've got to win four straight the Heat just have to win one they definitely want to close it out at home but one thing that and this is like deep basketball stuff here uh one thing that I really liked from the Heat was they took they're a team that kind of specializes in three-point shooting, which is ironic because they were so bad at it during the regular season. Yeah. But guys like Duncan Robinson, uh, Gabe Vincent, uh, even, you know, uh, Max Struess, all those guys, Eric Spolster was using more in the paint, and it was brilliant. They were He was moving them around so much 
to where they were getting really good looks inside the paint or on some layups, which made the Celtics defenders kind of respect that aspect of their game. And then later on, obviously, it opened up their the, the three ball a little bit more. So they weren't just one-dimensional in terms of their skill set. So, uh, you know, I think, honestly, we, we even, even like you said a couple of days ago, Jimmy Butler didn't even have that better, great of a game in game three, and yeah. yet the Heat still, he'll still dominated. So biggest thing is just to start strong. Don't find yourself in a hole. That's the biggest thing the Heat cannot afford to do. Uh, that never happened to them in game one, really. Game two, they trailed by about 12 in the fourth quarter. But if they start fast like they did in game three, I think eventually it'll wear them down. Heat get up by double digits, they won't relinquish it. I can tell you that. Once they reach that 10-point mark, it'll be it'll be done. Saw an, an interesting couple of uh i guess notes not necessarily stats but more more kind of notes from from uh game three there and one thing that i had not realized and this wasn't game three this was actually the the entire series jason tatum who of course is is who powers the celtics yeah. he's, he's so good 30 points per game in the regular season and, and not that much below that in the playoffs he is yet to make a basket in the fourth quarter in yeah. this entire series, so more so so far, that is that is. I mean, that's wild. He he had a fifty-one point performance right, right. <laughs> a week ago, and he has just been completely ineffective at late in games where the Celtics have have needed him most. Um, and and you, you know, game three notwithstanding, since that wasn't close in the fourth quarter at all. Uh, but that is that is something that really really got my attention yeah you know and if you go back and watch that game one game two it was he, he not only was able to score but it was like costly turnovers too yeah. i mean dribbling the ball off his foot i mean just bad passes a couple of travels in there like he just didn't look himself so it is kind of weird to think especially in game one and game two those were games that were close down the stretch that he was playing so well for three quarters and then just utterly collapsed in the fourth you know and because the heat the Heat didn't change that much. You know, it wasn't like in the fourth quarter they drastically changed the defense to solely focus on Tatum. He was just kind of, I guess it was one of those, you know, like you're not clutch in the, in that moment, which he was clutch against the Sixers. He we've seen him at times be that guy, but he couldn't he couldn't close it out. Also, a good note there: when Bam Adebayo for the Heat scores 20 points, they're undefeated in these playoffs. Okay, so if he can hit that 20 point mark, they'll be looking really really good. I'm I'm trying to decide if if I'm gonna get on this heat span heat bandwagon with you. I, I kinda like the makeup of the roster. You yeah. pointed out how it's kind of some no name guys, but I mean you look at I, I guess if you're, you know, a mid major group of five fan, this should probably be your team. Oh no doubt. Yeah. When you've got guys that played at UC Santa Barbara and Nevada and DePaul and guys that started out their career at D three and D two, I could not find wheeling on a map if you forced me to. And that's where Haywood Highsmith played yeah. in, in college. And yeah. although he's not a guy who is like really, you know, just lighted up in the box score right now. I mean, he is a contributor on that team. And right. He's a D2 guy, which is just kind of I call him like a good little you know band of misfits here, yeah. honestly. They just kinda, it's a, a group that's just kind of been thrown together, and they've got the most out of, of their skill sets. And I will say this, the last thing there is – you know, a lot of people have complained. They go, Nuggets, Heat, Final. Oh, that's going to be horrible. The ratings are going to be terrible. And I saw someone tweet today. He goes, you, you're going to have a matchup of a two-time league MVP and a Nuggets team that's never made the finals before and then arguably the best player in these playoffs and Jimmy yeah. Butler going at each other. Like, that's that's a good matchup. Yeah, that's going to be fun us, to watch. None of us work for the NBA. Yeah. None of us work for ESPN. I don't care about the ratings. I yeah. want to see good basketball. I want to see good basketball, unique basketball. you got a team that's never been there, never won, an eight seed. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome.
I hope you enjoyed tonight's game. Me too. I'm praying for it. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully we come back and we're on a high. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll recap that one tomorrow with Alex, no doubt. But he's going to depart. Uh, the rest of you, though, I hope you keep it right here with us as we do have another hour of the Workday Red Zone left today. It will include a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Stoltz at 1.30, so looking forward to that and more right after this here on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. A-State Athletics gets three new members of its packs. In announcements made yesterday, women's soccer gets a verbal commitment from Alex Schwartz, a standout at Fort Zumwalt West High School and a member of the St. Louis Development Academy program. Signing with track and field, Alexis Taylor, sprints and hurdles specialist from Cardinal Ritter High School in St. Louis. And Mike Higgins' men's golf program picks up a national letter of intent from Jake Lyle, an outstanding high school and junior golf standout from the Woodlands, Texas. In baseball last night, Cardinals opened a seven-game road trip to the Buckeye State with a 6-5, 10-inning loss to the Reds in Cincinnati. Paul DeYoung homered and drove in four. Game two of the series at 5-40, pregame 4-45 on 95-9 the Wolf. And in International League Baseball, Memphis Redbirds continue their homestand with the first to six against the Norfolk Tides. First pitch at 6-45 in Memphis at AutoZone Park. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed to play as a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Earn a free interior design degree while you work at one of Northeast Arkansas's most successful and fun locally owned companies, Gamble Home Furnishings. Gamble Home has a unique internship opportunity for aspiring interior designers. Turn your passion for design into the career of your dreams with no out-of-pocket expenses while you acquire an interior design degree through a nationally accredited institution. Earn while you learn with commission and benefits at Gamble Home. Apply today at shopgambles.com. That's shopgambles.com. Gamble Home. Shop local, give local. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20- minutes. 
minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. the Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through our day. Halftime break for a donut. Feeling good. Feeling recharged. Ready to go for hour two as we welcome in producer Ryan James. Feels like it's been a while since we've had him here in the studio. I know. If I can be honest. Like, it's it's weird to see him again. Okay, so I go straight for the, the cinnamon donuts. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Are you just yeah. a, you're just regular old glaze? I'm, I'm a glaze guy. Okay. It's hard to All beat right. the original. Okay. You know? It's hard to. I mean, just if if it ain't broke, don't fix no, it. It definitely ain't broke, for sure. I do like those cinnamon and sugar sprinkles. They sound good. They're, they're I, s- I would tell you to try one, but I ate they're both ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> so, so maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Maybe next time I will share. I don't know who brought the donuts, by the way. Thank you to our, our donut fairy godmother. Yes. Godfather. I don't know what we have. We have a donut fairy. A, a, a donut oak some guardian something i don't know blessing us with them yeah it's absolutely amazing thank you thank you whoever you are uh what do we got going on this hour we've got a chat with voice of the red wolves matt stoltz coming up at 1 30 very much looking forward to that so he'll be with us in studio then in the meantime uh let's throw back out this kavanaughcars.com question we're asking you if you were lebron would you retire now or no? Had some interesting comments last night uh, following that season-ending loss to the Nuggets. So now everybody's kind of wondering if, if that's going to be the case or or if not. Uh, now, again, not do you think he is going to retire. Just if, if you were in his position, would you step aside or would you continue to play for a year or two or maybe even more than that? Uh, 58% of you would not retire yet. And uh, clearly, that's that's the leader. That means 42% of you, Satan, you would go ahead and step away. I'm curious, for those of you who would step away, what would be what would be your your reasoning? 
Just uh, at this point in time, I mean, clearly LeBron is not <laughs> not ever going to be hurting for cash at any point in time ever again in in his career. Uh, between not just the the on court uh, money that's been made over the years in, in basketball salary, but also the insane, insane, insane amount of of partnership and, and sponsor money he's made over the years. That's clearly not an issue. It's not like it's not like he's going to have to be working for the rest of his life to save up for that retirement fund. He is already set. His children are already set. His children's children are already set. So no concern there about that aspect of it. But, you know, if you were going to step away, would it just be um, so you could spend more time with your family? Is it because you don't feel like there's there's more that he could accomplish that will change his legacy significantly uh, in any direction? Just curious what your take on it is. Uh, you can weigh in with us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. So you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com, 870-9303-776. In terms of how that one unfolded last night, uh, it started well for LeBron and in the Lakers. Um, man, 21 points in the first quarter. And the Lakers were up by eight early on. The big thing about LeBron last night is that he was really, really good from, from deep. Um, overall, seven of nine from the field. Or excuse me, in that first quarter. Yeah, seven to nine from the field, four or four from three. And had a lob attempt that actually went in. And sometimes when you see those goofy shots go in, you're like, all right, it is clearly going to be this team's night. But of course, not to be outdone, Jokic had a goofy shot go in way, way, way later on in the game. And of course, the Nuggets bounced back. Uh, they had a big run there in the third quarter. In fact, a 24-8 run about midway through the third put the Nuggets up. It was back and forth after that. And uh, then it was the Lakers with a chance to tie the game late. And LeBron just got got smothered. He attacked the basket. Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray were both there. Gordon blocked the layup, and uh, and that was it. 113-111, the final. Lakers go home for the season. More on the Lakers, particularly now, what's next and, and what's going to happen with Austin Reeves when we uh, wrap up a phone call. But we need to take one first. We need to go to the Right Fiber Hotline, check in with Chuck. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Hey, my opinion of what going on with the Lakers right now. I think LeBron should retire, okay. but he's not going to because he wants to play with his son. You know, I don't think he'll be a Laker after next year. And hopefully wherever Bronny goes, they'll want to sign LeBron even though he's locked up, I think. You think a guy who put up 40 points last night is washed up? Dude, he is tired, man, and it shows. He does not dominate the game like he used to. But tired LeBron is still better than 90% of the players in the league. Well, I'm just, he's not the guy, the LeBron that he used to be. I'm sorry. I I will agree with you on that. He's 38 years old. I agree. Okay. And when a lot of times when he was in Cleveland and, and he took them to four straight finals, even though they lost. 
you know, he practically won the game by himself. You know? Yeah. So, and he can't do that no more. That's my opinion, okay? My opinion. That's the reason why I say he's done. Okay? Okay. <laughs> he can't take over the game like he used to. All right? Then they don't have no bench help there in L.A. That's something that they need to go get this weekend after the or this offseason after they sure up Austin Reed. And, uh, I mean, where'd that guy come from, you know? <laughs> right down the road, turns out. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, didn't he have to go to the G League? Well, he's... No. I mean, I don't think he got drafted, did he? I he, thought he was like a free agent. He, he did not get drafted. He originally signed with the Lakers on like a two-way contract or something like that. But <laughs> as soon as he played before his rookie year in summer ball, um, I know they, they were really excited about him relatively early. Now, being excited about a guy that you didn't draft and then and then seeing him doing what he's doing now is still mind-blowing. I mean, he averaged... He averaged twenty what more than twenty one points per game in the Western Conference Finals. What's amazing to me, Chuck, is that he got better as the year went on, which is not typically something you see out of you know both a a second year player and a guy who maybe did not necessarily have huge expectations. Then also a guy who's playing, you know, the tail end of a, a significantly larger amount of basketball than he's ever played before in his life. So he was both dealing with more minutes and, and more high pressure minutes than we've ever seen from him before in his career. And he, he played better. He played smarter as things went on. It was so impressive. Yes, it was. I, I think he started like 22 games this year. Mm-hmm. He played in 64. I mean, you know, I think the Lakers need to lock him down. Because somebody's going to. Yeah, and I think that's that's the challenge is how expensive he'll get. He, with his postseason performance, he played himself into a significantly higher check than he would have received a month ago. Yes. Yes, I agree. But back to LeBron, I, I think it's time. I mean, because, you know, these finals are, was the first time he had ever been swept in a playoff game mm-hmm. or series, you know, and I don't know. I, I think he's lost the step. I really do. Okay. Hey, which I know he wants to play with his son, but there's no guarantees. You know what I mean? Oh, there's there's certainly not. I mean, you're at at the mercy of of several different things. What and, and and look, we know that LeBron plays GM quite a bit there for the Lakers, but but at the same time, not only do you have to get the team that you're on, if you're LeBron, to do what you want to do, you're also at the mercy of the rest of the teams in the association. Somebody out there in in a certain scouting or development program could decide they love Bronny and, and see an incredible future with him and decide they don't want to give him up. Right. That's what I'm, you know. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't force it no to happen. Guarantee. Yeah. You know. To me, I think he needs to go ahead and retire because I think that hurt his legacy losing four games in a row mm-hmm. in the final or in the semifinals like that in the conference finals. Uh, I, I know he went off for forty points last night, but was there anybody close to him besides Reeves? I mean, what did AD do last night? 
You know what? I don't remember. I'll, I'll double check the box score and I'll be able to tell you. So, you know, I mean, and I know a lot of it is because he doesn't have supporting cast in L.A. But look at their their uh, payroll that they have out there, man. You know, and they got rid of everybody for A.D. A.D. had 21-14 and 14 last night. So not, not a bad game, but also not one of his most dominant of the playoffs either. Did Breeze have more points than A.D. did? No, he didn't. He finished with 17 last night. Okay, okay. But, I mean, still, I mean, the other night, man, Breeze went off. And I think he had like 30 or 40 points, and they still lost. You know, it just. I don't know, man. I think it's time that he steps back and let's get some new talent out there, young talent, and build them back up. It's my opinion, Kara. I appreciate you taking my call. Y'all have a great day. Go Red Wolf and go Buckeyes. Thanks for the phone call, Chuck. He leaves the phone lines open at 9303776. Let's talk about Austin Reeves here for, for just a moment since we discussed him in that phone call. And I just want to look. Here are his numbers. I've got his stats pulled up from, you know, his his young NBA career so far. And, of course, that was the end of, of year number two, his sophomore season there in the association. And, and I just, look, I, I could not be more impressed. There's not a single stat, pretty much, where he didn't get better. He played more minutes this year, of course, than he did last year. He had a better field goal percentage. He shot better from three. He shot better from the stripe. He shot better uh, just in terms of a, a field goal efficiency. He almost doubled his scoring output. He averaged 7.3 points per game last year. That was up to 13 this year. And, of course, what he did at the tail end of the season significantly dwarfs what he did in the regular season. Once he was moved into the starting lineup, there were some significant things that happened. One, once he started to get those minutes and get more of those opportunities, build up even more trust with his with his teammates, we saw those scoring totals significantly increase. And then also we saw some of those win totals for, for the Lakers significantly increase as well. When you look at Reeves' playoff stats, played in 16 games, played in his first ever playoff series, made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. All of his percentages got even better in... The playoffs, especially from three, where he shot at a better clip than he did in the regular season. And, of course, he averaged almost 17 points per game. He was particularly strong in the West Western Conference Finals, where he had three 20-plus point performances and then uh, closed out with 17 points last night. Just pretty... <laughs> My mind will never not be blown that I saw this guy as a skinny freshman playing at the NEA tournament, right? Uh, just how he just continues to improve and, and get better. And now all of a sudden he is going to be poised for some big, big things this offseason. You know, right? I guess you maybe at the, the beginning of the playoffs, there were conversations about how, you know, the Lakers really wanted him back and, and it sounded like Reeves really wanted to return to L.A. But according to NBA insider Mark Stein, there's going to be teams out there that offer Reeves a contract that exceeds what the Lakers want to pay. Originally, again, Reeves was signed 
uh, to a two-year contract as an undrafted free agent in August of 2021. And that total contract was, what, like $2.4 million, somewhere in that neighborhood maybe? The most the Lakers can offer outright is four years, a little bit north of $50 million. He is going to get more than that. Now, there are other ways the Lakers could structure that deal to where he could receive significant bumps in years three and in years four and put that contract closer to $100 million. But those are just uh, some wild numbers. But, you know, good, good for Austin Reeves. Again, just an incredible season. Got so much better than last year. Going to be fascinating to see how he continues to grow as a player moving forward. Fun stuff. Hey, let's step aside. 9303776 is the number to call again. If you were LeBron, would you retire? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question. More on that when we return here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Visiting with A-State distance runner Paulina Meyer about scoring more points than four different teams at the Sunbelt Championship. It is about the team and not about my individual performance. So me contributing to my team is bigger than my individual win. That is really politically correct for you to say. <laughs> But I'm sure that sounds pretty cool to know that you beat four teams in the game. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Spring into savings at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro. Save thousands all month long on every new Ford on the lot. Get up to $5,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150. Or ride off in a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Now save up to $3,500 off MSRP. Or a new 2022 Ford Explorer. Now up to $3,500 off MSRP. Don't miss huge savings all month long. See our entire inventory at KavanaughFord.com. At Kavanaugh, every vehicle purchase comes with free delivery, a money-back guarantee, and a free maintenance plan. Save thousands all month long on every new Ford on the lot. Get up to 5000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 or ride off at a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Now, save up to 3500 off MSRP or a new 2022 Ford Explorer. Now, up to 3500 off MSRP. Spring into saving at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or Kavanaugh. A-State football season tickets are on sale now. Make your plans to be at Centennial Bank Stadium for the six biggest Saturdays of the fall, beginning with a home opener against Memphis on September 9th. Don't miss a second of the action with four Upper East Side season tickets for just $149. Call 972-2401 or go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets for more information. Commit to six by getting your Red Wolves football season tickets. And we'll see you in the vault with your Wolves up for A-State football. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Hannah complained of a headache. 
It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. Within a few days, Hannah was in treatment because we were told that the tumor was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. So we've essentially put our lives in South Africa on hold. Incredibly blessed to be here. St. Jude is an asset to the world. The research that is developed here is offered freely to the rest of the medical world. The entire way that the place operates is just to give and to care. I think it's the kind of place that not only stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer, but I think it could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. And I think if those lessons could be learned even in their most basic form, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Swimming pools can be lots of fun, but they can be dangerous too, especially for young children. Always practice simple safety steps to prevent tragedies. Fence all pools. Teach kids to swim. And always watch them around water. No horseplay. Simple steps save lives. To learn new life-saving steps, visit PoolSafely.gov. A public service message from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. It's out from a conversation with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, but that means you have time to weigh in with us on the KavanaughCars.com question. Would you retire if you were in LeBron's shoes, or would you stick around for another year or two, or what? I guess you should have put that third option of, of kind of retiring, or, you know, stepping aside for a year, and then coming back next season. Now, I personally don't think that that is likely I think it would be more likely for LeBron to to permanently retire or not but who knows who knows uh 9303776 the number to call meanwhile you know the Nuggets are going to their first ever finals and uh kind of a big deal there 46 seasons before reaching the championship round so that's the third most in, in North American sports. And the only teams there behind are the Washington Nationals slash Montreal Expos and the Texas Rangers slash Washington Senators. There were some interesting things I saw last night on, on social media that pointed out that, you know, Jokic certainly was not exactly a highly touted prospect back in the day. Basically, so he was selected with the 41st pick. There was no hoopla or fanfare or anything like that. It actually, his selection actually happened pretty much on the scroll during a Taco Bell commercial. So (laughs) he didn't even get actual live coverage. It was just like, oh, by the way, here's our deals on burritos this week. And Denver drafted this guy from Serbia. And turns out, you know, clearly that has worked well for all parties involved ever since then for those guys. 9303776. The number to call. Again, game tonight, of course. And uh, if the Heat are able to close things out against the Celtics, we won't see basketball again until June 1st. 
I can't really understand why there's not necessarily any flex scheduling going on there in the association because that just feels like years. But uh, I guess it is it is what it is. Speaking of flex scheduling, we're going to pivot to some in- NFL news here for a moment. You know, last night's Thursday night football games were they were pretty rough. There were some bad bad games on those Thursday night windows. So after this proposal failing in March, the NFL has approved Thursday night flex scheduling. Now, this is only going to be for a specific five-week stretch of the season. And teams do have to get a 28-day heads up. But they have now approved this. So it was just a 15-day requirement when they vetoed that March resolution. But there is going to be some flex scheduling, so maybe we won't see. Was it was it Denver last year that seemed like it was in so many of those Thursday night games and they were just so bad? And it wasn't a ton because there's only so many teams can be can be put in, but it seemed like we saw a lot of really bad Russ West, excuse me, Russ Wilson. Wrong Russ. Uh, but uh, that was not not fun to watch. There was one other rule change that was discussed in the NFL today, and not discussed, but actually passed. The owners voted today to approve a resolution that basically adopts the college fair catch rule. So basically, if an NFL if an NFL player calls for a fair catch on a kickoff, they'll begin at the team's own. 25-yard line. The rule change is expected to be for one year only, with the league citing player safety as a reason for its proposal. But I doubt that. If they're going to implement it for one year, they're going to implement it forever. They're expecting backlash from special teams coaches and other opponents of the change. No kidding? I mean, look, I, I understood this in college and have gotten very used to it. I don't necessarily understand it in in the NFL. I don't understand trying to completely negate special teams in football. I, I know that they're constantly trying to make the game safer, and, and I certainly get that but I don't necessarily think I, I like this. And it does not seem like it's been a popular rule change today around social media. Does not sound like it's going to be a, a popular rule change around the NFL. I'm interested to see what additional discussion comes out following that rule change. I, I just think it's some of the special plays we've seen over the years, some of the special players that we've seen over the years, guys like Devin Hester clearly... Uh, just shine so much on special teams. You're kind of trying to take that out of it. And that is disappointing to me. Of course, just like in college, teams will still have the option to return kicks, but it probably won't happen as much. We'll uh, follow up on that conversation at another date and time, though, as we need to step aside and take a break because when we return, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will be with us in studio right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Now is the time to save at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. At Central, we've got inventory arriving daily. Lots are loaded with new and pre-owned vehicles and are available for test drives and immediate delivery today. Don't see what you like? Let the friendly sales associates at Central order it for you. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a Central deal. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puedes ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935-9482. This is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for the spring and summer? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $54 for 54 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, a Google guaranteed HVAC company. 870-336-2023. Or visit us at moreac.com. You deserve more. Don't sell for less. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Chris Domine is a husband, father, an athlete, even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris's kidneys were failing. The doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant, you are going to die. Chris received a second chance, made possible by an organ donor. Your well-being changes from loss of hope to better times ahead. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. 
Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It is Tuesday at 1.30. So that means we're joined now by Voice of the Red Bulls Vestals. I love it when I time it so well. You did do a really good job today. I mean, you sauntered in. I right, came in. Right as the drum line hit. I think Cade knew. I mean, he, he was holding me up a little bit in the hall, and uh, he knew when to let me go. So as soon as I walk through the door, I hear the drums. Bastard. Right on cue. Already decked out in your A State polo. Is that a new? Is that a new shirt? <laughs> it's not like it's a. Uh, it's a rare thing for me to wear an A State polo. It's it's not, but you do have an A State event tonight. I do have an A State event. Yes, we'll we'll talk about that. Just I mean, occasionally you you have a lot of EAB gear that you wear quite frequently. You know, I, I've got uh, two entities that I represent very frequently <laughs> in uh, Arkansas State and EAB, so uh, I, I tend to dress like it. I have a very uh, large amount of apparel representing both. Do you have an apparel contract? I should. I need you should, to get you one. should get that. You should get that added in. Save me a lot of yeah, money. Added in the contract. Just be like, I need to be reimbursed for all my polos. I like I'll, this one, though. I like that one, too. I can be your agent and just work I'm on that I'm fine with you. that. I, I okay. need an all right. agent. All right, good, good. What's my cut? <laughs> You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> At least 10% of apparel? Sure. All let's right, go all with right. It. Let me get some polos out of it. That's all I need. I'll work for cheap. Uh, let's talk a little A-State baseball. Season, of course, is, is a wrap for the Red Wolves, but mm-hmm. ended on – Clearly a very positive note and being able to, to take some good vibes into the offseason. Yeah, it's always good to go into the offseason on a positive note. I know it was a frustrating year and not being able to be at the tournament this week. But, you know, it, we talked about it uh, all season long, and we talked about it last week, just how into it the guys were at Appalachian State the week before and, and uh, just the chatter from the dugout, how loud and into it uh, these guys were. And, and you know, it was very apparent once again this past weekend just how bad they wanted to play and how much they cared and wanted to improve. And, look, we we saw just, you know, how good the offense can be. I mean, they scored a lot of runs over the weekend, and that was fun to see. And, you know, score seven runs on Thursday, come back with 13 on Friday and 18 on Saturday. So, it, it it was fun to watch. I was happy for them that uh, that they closed out the season on a good note. You look, you know, at that roster that scored so many runs at the end, or, or the lineup there. This is, I mean, it's a it's a lineup that's almost one hundred percent going to be back next season. Yeah, you lose Cody Darcy at shortstop. He was a guy that came in as a grad transfer this past year, but uh, outside of that, I mean, everybody else that you see position wise. Um, is coming back, and uh, I think that uh, is a very positive sign. You, you you need to go out and find a shortstop. We all know that you need to go out and, and address some things on the mound. You know, Kyler Carmack was a very uh, clear number one guy yeah. for you 
as far as that pitching staff and in particular with our starters he was you know the guy that was extremely consistent uh, as far as that weekend rotation and you know certainly was a, a nominee for that Sunbelt Conference Freshman of the Year award and uh, really cool that a redshirt freshman could come in and finish top five in the league in ERA. So that's certainly a big building block, but uh, there's some other needs that you uh, need to fill. I think that uh, obviously you need more starters uh, on the weekend, but, you know, trying to find some depth in that bullpen as well, yeah. because some of the guys that you did lose and you only lose six seniors, but several of those guys our pitchers, you know, you look at Tyler Jeans and Kevin Wiseman and Jacob Frederick and um, Jake Algy played his final game uh, the other day. So, yeah, you're you're having to replace uh, a, a lot of arms in the pen, and obviously you, you want to upgrade as much as you can. With you know that lineup, uh, we've we've talked so much about Brandon Hager lately, but I mean he keeps hitting, so we're gonna keep talking about him. But he's sure. gonna be. I mean, I guess he's going to be on, on some history watch to start the, the 24 season, both with yeah. how many home runs he's hit, how many games he's he closed out the season in terms of an on-base streak. They're uh, not kind called of cool home runs, Kara. They're called... Excuse me, Hager bombs. Hager bombs, yes. And, you know, he hit 15 Hager bombs yes. this season, and he's got 25 in a two-year span now, so uh, still has one more year of eligibility, can come back and, and use that and... Uh, you're right. I mean, he's not only able to come back and break the career home run mark at A-State, but he can also break it by a long shot. I mean, he's only four away from tying it. So uh, that's a that's a really cool thing, and obviously it's been fun to watch him. And look, he hits for a lot of power. He had 15 home runs this season, but he hit over 340. So uh, – you know, a good combination at the plate. And one of the biggest bright spots about him was, you know, he started the year as the DH, I think played the first 20 games or so as the DH, and kind of out of necessity moved him over to first base, and he was a very pleasant surprise uh, as far as what he did defensively at first base. So, um, yeah, some some good things, um, you know, not just with Hager, but with some of those other guys coming back offensively to look forward to. Will French is probably a guy we should have brought up more this year. He did so many great things there at the top of the lineup, but just the huge leap he took from his freshman to, to his sophomore season was, was a lot of fun to follow Yeah, this just year. Uh, re- really, really steady and happy for Will that he had a good year. You know, he um, he was thrown in the fire last year as a true freshman and, you know, had to start him every single game as a true freshman at shortstop. And, uh, you know, I think he upped his average 90 points yeah. this season from his uh, freshman campaign to his sophomore season, finished around 315, 320 uh, at the plate and, you know, started every single game again. So he started every game in his career so far and, of course, made that position switch over to second base and a good switch hitter, seems to be on base all the time and uh, the, the kind of guy you want leading off your lineup and that's what he did every single game this year. Be a while till we see those guys on the field again, though. Uh, of course, with the, with the season wrapped up, um, there is still still more college baseball. Plenty more college baseball going on, and some Sunbelt tournament action that gets underway today. Who you got? Who's going to come out on top in in this bracket in Montgomery? You know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that that can certainly make some noise in in the Sun Belt. I think the, the Coastal and Southern Miss are just. As good as everybody is, uh, I think Coastal and Southern Miss are just 
you know, a step above everybody else. And, you know, it, it would surprise me if it's not those two battling it out in the in the conference championship game. Now, once you get to the conference championship, I have I have no clue. I mean, I think either one of those teams can win it. But uh, yeah, those are those are two teams that not only you know are are extremely capable of winning the the conference tournament this week. They're they're very capable of going to a regional and winning a regional. Of course, Coastal's going to host a regional. Yeah. And, you know, Southern Miss is going to have a very good chance wherever they go of, of uh, I don't think they'll host, but I think at the same time, uh, they're going to be a, a very clear number two seed when they go in with, with an opportunity to win one. And Troy's in that same boat, too. I think Troy should get in uh, by everything I, I've looked at. Uh, I think Troy is, is uh, certainly worthy of going to the conference tournament and, you know, you leave out schools like the, the Cajuns and Texas State that that are more than capable of, uh, you know, obviously you're talking about schools that are around that top 50 in sure. RPI that are, are very capable of making a run and, and winning the conference tournament and, and getting to a regional as well. But to answer your question, I like Coastal and Southern Miss. Okay. We'll write those down for your bold predictions. Uh, I know. I'm going all chalk. <laughs> that's, that's I don't okay. always do that. You don't. You don't. But you definitely In are. this case, yeah, yes. You, I'm going yeah. chalk. It's okay. It's okay. Those teams are, are pretty salty. So, hey, we get it. And Southern Miss kind of has that whole Team of Destiny vibe going on. They potentially do. with with their postseason this year. So you never know what kind of X factor that can that can play in in a situation like this. Yeah, they, and they hired uh, Christian Ostrander as their new head coach, and guy that's uh, very familiar with Jonesboro. Yeah. He was on Coach Kessinger's staff for several years as the pitching pitching coach here at A State. Now, uh, after a really good run, I mean, he was he was well respected, and I think most people thought he was the favorite from the start yeah. to to land that head coaching spot. So uh, happy for him that he got that job. Looking at uh, some other events going on, you're going to roll out here in a little bit and get to Hell on Wheels, correct? Little Rock Tonight, ASU System Office? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We had a lot of fun last night in Bryant. Really nice crowd at uh, the Copper Mule. Uh, that's not usually open on Mondays, but they opened up just nice. for us. and had. Uh, it's neat to go down to Central Arkansas and, and be in a huge room with uh, everybody wearing scarlet and black. So I thought that was uh, really neat. Uh, Dr. Welch was out there. Uh, last night, I know he's going to be out there for uh, a good part of the event tonight as well at the system office. And, you know, saw, you know, people like Shane Broadway, who's kind of the unofficial mayor of Saline County yeah. and <laughs> or the county judge, if you will. But, uh, he, you know, great to see uh, great to see uh, Shane and and uh, really enjoyed the conversations with uh yeah, we get up there. I introduce these guys. We have a little bit of fun. Let them talk about their teams. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot to be excited about right now. And you can kind of feel that even, yeah. you know, with that Central Arkansas crowd. You can tell that people are more excited about football and about basketball than than they've been in a while. So I, I think that uh, there's some really good energy around the athletic programs as a whole right now. And uh, I'm – sitting up there with everybody at the end of the program last night doing the Q&A, and I see Jeff, and I see Dr. Shields. You know, they were both hired, you know, started last yeah. summer. Uh, you know, both, you know, Jeff is just under a year on the job. And, 
then I see Coach Hodson, who was hired two months ago. Coach Dez, who just wrapped up her first year as uh, head coach here at A-State. She's been here a few now. But um, then I look in the middle, and there's Coach Jones, and he's the old vet here yeah. at A-State. And he's going into his third year. So, you know, you, you see some guys that haven't been here that long. It's a handful of people that are up there on stage with me. But at the same time, you see a lot of enthusiasm from every single one of them. And one thing I kind of caught on to last night was just how supportive they are of each other and how much communication there is between those three coaches in particular. So I thought that was really neat. And uh, looking forward to the event tonight. That should be a lot of fun. Obviously, you you touch base with these coaches on a on a fairly regular basis, but give us give us a fun nugget that you learned last night, something that was new to you. Well, Coach Hodson did drop uh, some information about how tough it is uh, scheduling wise since the announcement of our transfers. We've had several contracts pulled now, really. And, um, yeah, he kind of got into that. There, there were uh, there were some schools now, um, I, and I don't know the official number how many schools have done this, but multiple schools after Freddie Hicks announced uh, said, "Hey, uh, now nah, we're not we're not doing that game now." And then there were more after the Darian Ford signing the other day. So, look, Coach Hodson wants to have a tough schedule. He wants people. Uh, coming into First National Bank Arena, that fans want to come out and see us play, and uh, I think that you know it kind of works both ways. When you're having a phenomenal uh, signing class like this team is right now, uh, th- there's going to be some schools that that don't want to play you, and it it sounds like that's kind of been the case here lately. Okay, podcast this week. Good guest, correct? Really good guest. Okay. And we're going to have that posted here in the next few hours, so be looking for it. Second to None podcast. Uh, find it wherever you get your podcast. But Corey Rucker is our guest, and been looking forward to this interview for a while just because of the obvious story yeah. there. You know, was a guy that was extremely uh, successful during his time uh, here before as a Red Wolf and then went into the portal. And uh, after a year at South Carolina, he's back. So we got into everything. We talked about why he left in the first place, uh, talked about why he came back, why Arkansas State is home to him, uh, talked about his relationship with Coach Jones, which is extremely special, and covered a whole lot of other cool stuff. His uh, hobbies, uh, he's He's really into photography. He's been out in a lot of our baseball games. You may have seen that on social media. He he loves going out there and doing that. Talked about his love for country music. He's a big country music fan. And um, got into a lot of other just cool stuff with yeah. Corey. He's got, he's got uh, a, a really unique story. And, you know, I, I know you've heard the story before about uh, his – single game receiving yard record so brad and i got to retell that story to him of how we got him back on the field to break that record so uh you know we got to say you're welcome to Corey. okay 
looking forward to what well, uh, one of my favorite out. stories but uh anyway so we we talked about that as well and and uh hopefully we'll have that up here in the next little bit okay looking forward to that before we let you get out of here i was told to ask you about the hockey what about the hockey i don't know no additional information tell mark taylor to get back to work you know he's uh he's just a hater because He's a Blues fan that has his teams out of the playoffs, and uh, he wants to hate on the Dallas Stars, who are only down 2 nothing. Yeah, they're going to get swept. Do you realize that? that that's, that's what's happening in the NBA right now. I got to throw this out before we go to break. Every single conference final in both the NBA and the NHL, poised for a sweep. At the moment, yes. You tell yourself that. Thanks for hanging out with us today. <laughs> we'll kick Stoltz out on that Go note. back to work, Mark. we got to take one more break. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Chris from the Meat Shop in Mountain Home. It's the official kickoff to summer. Let's fire up the grill with the best Mountain Home has to offer. Hamburgers, hot dogs, prime-grade fillets, jalapeno poppers, chicken grillers, house-made Hawaiian brats, all new beef and cheddar brats and nice cold beverages. Order online at meatshopmh.com for free delivery. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. until 5.30 p.m. Open Memorial Day until 3. Meatshopmh.com. Commerce Drive, Mountain Home. There are major savings in May at Local Tire and Wheel as we celebrate Memorial Day with Memorial Day deals all month long. All military veterans and all active military members get 25% off a new set of tires and 25% off tire and wheel packages this month at Local Tire and Wheel. And in honor of our military men and women, all customers get 15% off a new set of tires or tire and wheel packages. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the way you buy your tires with easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check everyone approved in six months same as cash why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay plus local tire and wheel now offers referral cash back when current customers refer new customers to us we'll give you fifty dollars in referral cash on the spot and in may all military members and veterans get 25 percent off and all new customers get 15 percent off local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro what started with our grandfather and continues in its fourth generation today, Glen Sane's history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships that have kept our customers and their families coming back for over 69 years. From my grandpa to my dad to us, service after the sale is a big deal. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, 
member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. For many Americans, owning your own business is a dream come true. And many business owners rely on help from others to reach their potential. That's where SCORE comes in. With more than 12,000 volunteers ready and willing to help businesses succeed. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business already in business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses get off the ground, achieve their goals, and realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Come join us and help tomorrow's business success stories unfold today. Your advice and expertise can make all the difference in the world. I believe one person can make a difference. Small business owners need you. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a few minutes left in today's Workday Red Zone. That means we have time to check one more time at our KavanaughCars.com poll question. If you were in LeBron's shoes, would you would you retire now or no? 55% of you, 56% of you, let me remember how to round, say not yet. Of course, that does mean 44% of you would go ahead and step away from the game. That question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. No question about what all they offer there for you. Of course, it's their full inventory. But then also, all of the different ways for you to have help driving off in a new vehicle. So, I mean, getting your trade in, uh, calculated what you're going to get there, uh, getting your financing approved, being able to figure out what your payments are. All those those tools are there for you at KavanaughCars.com. If I was LeBron, look, I'd come back. I feel like he is still at a, you know, physical level to where he can return. He can still play well. So I personally think he should he should return. And again, if I was in that situation, I would I would return. Now, there are questions about, you know, why LeBron said what he said last night. Was he just tired? I mean, just got swept, disappointed? Was he kind of speaking in in out of fatigue, out of frustration? Or was he perhaps trying to go ahead and find a way out of L.A.? Now, if that's the case, if last night was kind of the start of a of a bargaining situation or trying to uh, put the Lakers on the spot or something like that, that means there are other rumors out there about what could happen. Because if he's not going not gonna to retire, then... Would he go somewhere else? And there's already speculation about where he could possibly go. And one possibility is that he would join forces with the Warriors. 
this whole conversation just makes me tired. <laughs> I do not want to see this. Uh, but there are already just a little bit of, of rumbling out there about how he could join Steph and Draymond and Clay there at Golden State. Now, I don't actually think that will happen, but it is a rumor, so why not at least mention it so we can have something to talk about for these final two minutes of today's show before we sail off into the sunset. Honestly, I would hate that. So I really hope that doesn't come to fruition. I would hate that both as an NBA fan and also as a Grizzlies fan as well. I do not want to see that. I'm sorry I put it out there into the universe, although clearly it was not my original idea. Other other sources are talking about that. Hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us today, who called, commented, texted, and tweeted. You always help our day pass so much faster. Also, a big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. If you missed our conversation with Stoltz, you'll find it later on today at 953thetickets.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio comes your way at 10. The Workday Red Zone will be back tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon.